Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Annie celebrated nine years of Valentine's Days with her boyfriend, while I celebrated Valentine's Day alone eating $40 worth of Chinese food. You decide who did it better. Plus, we have some big updates in store for Peloton in 60 seconds, but can we get to all of them in time? We'll also dip our toes into discussing our own spiritualities in the latest installment of The Nobody's Knows Around. And even though I continuously tell him to stop, Bryce is introducing yet another new segment called called Nobody's Nonsense, followed by the return of Loser of the Week. Buckle the fuck up. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. Hey, guys, how's everyone doing? I'm stressed. (laughs) Every Wednesday... Every Wednesday is so stressful for a multitude of reasons, and this Wednesday is no different. (laughs) Well, listen, when we talk, I want to talk about spirituality later, and I think that maybe we can de-stress you a little bit in that that conversation. Um, Best of luck. I know. Okay, so tell me what, we haven't done this in a while, it feels like, uh, what what are your peak, what's your peak and what's your valley this week, Annie? Um... My peak is what I'm going to share in Peloton in 60 seconds. I'm going to hold on to that. Um, Gosh, my valley. Oh, I know. So you know how you have those defining moments like in your life where you're like, oh, I'm getting old. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, actually, I was just thinking I had two of those moments because I I was off work for President's Day. And nice. So Monday, I utilized that time off to do my taxes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you need to have a little bit more fun. Um, right? Trust me. I know. That was actually not what I was originally going to say. But that made me feel old, but also accomplished because it's the best when that gets done. Yes. Oh um, and I did not owe like a crazy amount of money like I normally do. So that was also exciting. Hey. Um, and but no so i had one of those moments actually today where i was like oh wow i'm really getting old i worked out with ben last night and i did back squats like which is always an easy thing to do it's always well especially after like a long day and all that Um, it's a leisurely task and activity (laughs) i know i'm very grateful though because I mean, does it get any better than having a personal trainer as a brother? No, it can't. And also Uh, it's a nice reset too, because it, you know, you probably feel so sore and muscles that you never knew you had. (laughs) Bryce, when I tell you I did back squats, so I had the bar on my back with weights and it wasn't, it wasn't like overly heavy. Like it was definitely on the lower end of like things that I couldn't lift. Right. He, ben even said during, he was like, oh, we could have easily gone up in weight. Um, My neck and upper back are <laughs> so sore today. Like this is the extent of being able to turn my head. 
which is for those of you listening is barely <laughs> barely and i <laughs> why is that part of me sore than my legs i was squatting and it's like right here like if i tip my head back i have like no i put my head into the wall just now <laughs> I have no strength to like hold my well, neck. That's because like, you had the bar. Because you had the bar on your neck. I mean, that doesn't. You don't. You aren't normally care. I mean, unless you're carrying like pails of water from back from right, a well. That's what I mean. But- and I haven't done back squats with like a bar on my back in probably ten years. Well, that's why it hurts. No, no, I know that, but like. <laughs> In the mo- I woke up this morning and, and I you was, all, yo, go ahead. It was to the point where like in my sleep. I like subconsciously knew my neck was getting like sore and sore because I woke up already like, oh my God, I'm so sore. Quasimodo. You were Quasimodo. Yes, I was Quasimodo. And like, I'm still kind of Quasimodo. And it was just a moment for me. I was like, that wasn't even heavy. And it just completely wrecked me. (laughs) I think it's just because you're, and you're also, your legs aren't probably sore because you Peloton every day. I mean, well, they are sore because I don't lift that frequently. Yeah. And so they're sore in the sense of like, oh, I definitely lifted yesterday, but not sore in the sense of, I mean, yes, my legs are very strong. Yeah. I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's, that's my valley is that I'm just getting old and 31. You need ice. I do need to ice. Well, and T has like this massager thing. That's actually what I should be doing. Yeah, you should. Do you want to go get it while I do my? Actually, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm in a much better place. You can barely barely put your headphones back on. Okay, I'll start over because I do want your commentary. But um, I so my peak has just been that I've gotten I've been able to catch up with uh, a lot of like friends or family or whatever that I that I don't normally get to talk to. I don't I don't really know why this week has been special, um, but I just feel like I've gotten to talk to a a lot of people, which was which was nice just because. Yeah, especially after being home and like over the holidays and not really getting to see that many people. It was nice to finally catch up with with uh, people. So my valley, which I texted you about, I've been waiting to tell you this. All right. So after after weeks. Oh, God. um, Since I've gotten my Peloton, you've been telling me I am not eating enough. You're like, you're not eating enough. You're not eating enough. And you know what? It finally came to a head. I finally came to the realization that I am not eating enough. <laughs> so I, this week I implemented a lot of way more food into my diet um, because I was getting like serious. I was waking up in like the middle of the night with serious hunger pangs. Like, I mean, I can't imagine what else it would be. It's not like your stomach is gurgling or like, Oh, I kind of feel hungry. Like I should probably eat something. It was like doubled over in pain, could barely walk to the bathroom to pee, like could barely stand up to pee. You know, it was so bad. And I was like, this is, I, I mean, I couldn't equate it to anything else. I was like, is it some sort of supplement I'm taking? I started to to sort of figure, try and figure out if I was taking something that was bad or whatever, um, or that it was making, that was different in my diet and my supplement supplementary diet. And ultimately I started eating more and you know what? Wow. It's gone away. <laughs> I am willing to bet that you were under eating by like... 800 to a thousand calories. Oh my God. That's that makes me like sick to think because, about. but that's also, I think why you like pl- have plateaued yeah. and not that you've plateaued right now, but like, I think that's why you've plateaued in the past because yeah. your body's just like in starvation mode. It's it's like holding on to literally anything you, it can grasp. You would explain to me what you ate. And I was like, that's what I like all day. And I'm like, that's what I had for breakfast and lunch. Like 
you're not eating enough. Like I knew if I wasn't eating enough, you sure as hell were not. Yeah. I mean, I, yes, exactly. There's no question. Is this no why question. you asked me that maddening question? Yes. What did I ask you again? Grace oh, texted me today yeah, yeah. and said, Hey, um, I've been meaning, first of all, you said, I've been meaning to ask you this for a while, which I had a real problem with because we text all day long. <laughs> Secondly, you said, do you guys eat grain carbs for dinner? Like instantly just seeing grain carbs just like instantly pissed me off. <laughs> Second of all, um, we do occasionally actually, like we'll do like a rice. Now I'm going to be serious and answer your question. Um, I was just asking because I mean, I want to start like, I mean, I feel like I want to, I love, I love brown rice and I would like to incorporate that into my diet instead of doing like, I, I've been eating a lot of gluten-free oats a lot. I've been doing it this week, but I've been, but I wanted it, but I like brown rice. And so I wanted to implement, but I don't want to eat it at night. Cause I don't want to like it to just sit in my stomach while I eat. Cause then it's just gonna like, that's not good either. So I was wondering if you, like eight stuff for lunch, like eight more grain carbs at lunch or breakfast as opposed to dinner, or if it was sort of. There are very few grain carbs that I can eat, like yeah. just because I'm gluten-free. Right. Um. So it's really rice is like the majority of that. I will, we do pasta. Um. I do a lot of like that Banza pasta, which is the yeah, chickpea pasta. That's really good. Um. Or the gluten-free pasta in general. We maybe do that maximum once a week. Um, I don't, to be totally honest with you, I really don't pay attention on timing because at the end of the day, like calories are calories. I don't think. I just remember Ben. I mean, that was a big thing that Ben would tell me. And I don't know if it's a guy thing and maybe he was speaking from that perspective, which I mean, (laughs) but uh, like. Don't compare yourself to that. (laughs) No, I mean, I didn't know if it was something that was, if, if he was maybe just saying, like, if it was a guy thing where it's like, he just said that because you are supposed to eat carbs after or before or after a workout, but then you're really supposed to taper off. If, you know, if you're working out in the morning, you should eat your carbs around there and, or your grain carbs or your heavier carbs then, and then taper off at night. Cause you don't want those to be storing in your body while you're sleeping. So are I don't you- know. Are you like an Olympic athlete? Yes, obviously. I'm training like a, I have a Peloton. I think food timing has a lot to do with like how you're training. Like if you're training for a specific thing, like a marathon or I could be wrong. Like we could have Angie on again and discuss this with her. However, I will say, I think she should seriously, we should do a consult with just her I we should film a consult with me because I she would you should. she would be like um I need you to erase everything you've ever read on Dr. Google <laughs> because here's in, in all in all seriousness I think it's probably not something you want to make a habit of but if you're having a quarter cup of brown rice at dinner like right you know what I'm saying like you don't I mean fuck that's way better than doing your two cups of chicken fried rice when you're drunk at 2 a.m. Like, Hey, you- I don't do that anymore. Uh, okay. You haven't been drunk lately. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on before we get to, before we get to our, all of our segments, I want to know you celebrated a big anniversary and I just wanted to know how it went and how you feel. Um, It was great. Nine years is something that I'm very proud of. Congratulations. That is so huge. Thanks. I know it is really crazy. 
I, the, it, it's only crazy when I think about the fact that like I've been with him my whole adult life. Yeah. Like I don't know who I would be without him. So that part of it's really trippy, but yeah. um, no, it was great. We Good. stayed in and we watched uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, do you recommend? Highly, highly recommend. Good. It just got nominated I, for a WGA too. Um, it better be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, it's I'm the, sure it will the be. Acting in it is phenomenal. I didn't know anything about Fred Hampton. Um. But I'd heard the name, but I like didn't know anything about him or like who he is or anything mm-hmm. like that. And wow. I at one point I looked at T and I was like, we're still living this exact same life. That's so like, crazy. Like these exact same things are still happening. Yeah. So it's worth the watch because if nothing else, it's eye-opening as fuck. What's crazy is that that's like, I mean, the trial of the Chicago Seven is so timely too. I mean, all these movies that are based years ago are just as timely as this. Anyway, we can't go down that rabbit hole again. Well, it's also like history repeats itself so clearly. And the sad part is, is that it's repeating itself and we haven't even had one generation yet. Yeah. It's awful. Oh God. Well, anyway, moving on to a lighter subject. Um, Now it's time for Peloton in 60 seconds, which I may shorten to just Ton in 60 seconds. Uh, yeah. The segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we discuss all things Peloton for just one minute, okay? Suri, set a timer for one minute. Also, you say Siri weird. Setting the timer. Your timer is Go. set for one minute. Okay, so this is also my peak. I finally beat Baker's PR in a 30-minute ride on Peloton. That is so awesome. Okay, also, I wanted to say Death by Tens is the absolute worst. Can you explain really quickly what Death by Tens is? So Death by Tens is a stack of seven 10-minute rides in a row that alternate. Well, it starts with a warm-up, and then it goes climb, low-impact, climb, low-impact, climb, uh, cool down. Well, also, Annie Annie makes these for everybody yes. each week. So if you guys do want it, just DM us, and she'll send it to you because yes. they're it's so good. It's 70 minutes, and... Both of us were about to die after it, but we felt, we both felt amazing, right? Yes, that one was incredible. Also, I PR'd three times in that. Um, okay, and- also wait, quickly, Peloton memes liked our message and our uh, and our photo, which is, we're not worthy, not worthy at all. And um, I feel like a real athlete because I've been taking bubble baths after rides. Any final thoughts? Uh, that does not make you an athlete. <laughs> this has been Peloton in 60 Seconds. Oh, that was so fun. That was a good one. We covered <laughs> we, so many topics in that one. I know. We And I actually, we didn't get to everything, but that's okay. Um, all right. Now we come to the latest installment of The Nobody's Knows Around, an investigative segment in which these nobodies play gumshoe detectives as we take a deep dive into a complicated subject. And there's nearly no deeper subject than spirituality. Um, just to give Annie a little bit of context, I did text her to see if this, if this was something that she wanted to talk about this week, but I didn't really tell her why. Um, I wanted to talk about this subject in the wake of having two very prolific somebodies on our podcast. First, Ace Easter, who spoke about mindfulness and the importance of self-care, followed by psychic Justine Kenzer, who just last week spoke about personal and spiritual energy. I don't know about you, Annie, but I feel like those were two of our most thoughtful episodes, first of all. Um, yeah, those those episodes, like anytime there's a somebody session, I walk away like in, having enjoyed my time. Um, <laughs> you know, like it's always fun. We always like laugh. When it's a lot like when it's that. just the two of us, you're like 
I gotta take it or leave it. <laughs> well, <laughs> usually, any time spent with you one on one is how I feel about that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I al- I always tell you that like when we record, even if I've had a really bad day, it like makes me feel better. Good. Those two episodes in particular, though, like when I when we finished up, both of us were like, "That was incredible," and yeah. like I feel like we walked away like not only having had a good time, but lighter. Like there, I was just, yeah. Like I was just like light. I just feel like I've really taken to what they said to my heart center. And, um, I, uh, for example, I, were you waiting for me to make fun of that? (laughs) I was waiting. I I know that you took a drink, like right as it was happening. It was like, crap. I didn't time that correctly. Um, well, for example, I started meditating almost daily and I texted, I've texted Ace about this. I'm almost up to 10 minutes. I was texting her. She's like, stop. Yeah. Uh huh. You're done, almost up to 10 minutes. Yeah. I I mean, I, I, I say I do. Te- so I do 10 minute, I do 10 minute um, meditations, but I kind of go in and out. Like I, I, I try to, I try to stay in it, but I'm, I'm not always there. So I don't think I'm at like quite 10 minutes. I started with two and then I did five and then now I'm up to 10, but it's just been a couple of weeks. So, I haven't really. I'm so impressed. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's like, seriously, I mean, I, um, I, I feel like I'm sort of at this point, I mean, it, they've just given me a lot to think about and I kind of feel like I'm spirituality shopping a little bit is what I like to call it. Um, I would like to consider myself a, fear, a fairly spiritual person. Like I pray, I believe in a higher power. I believe in spiritual energy. I believe that what you give is what you get in this life. So you should be a good person. And I believe you need to control your mind before it controls you. And I think spirituality is more of like, and I want your thoughts on this, obviously, but I, I think spirituality is more of like a crock pot, whereas opposed to maybe, and this isn't like a bash on like religion or anything, but I think a lot of religions are very like segmented in the way that they have these set of rules and you have to believe this and you have to believe that. Whereas i just kind of feel like it's more of, it's, it's more of a thought. I mean, it is a thought process, but I think it's, you're kind of grabbing things from different things. Like I would like to take my Catholic foundation and use the things that I like about the church and kind of implement that into like where I go, what I discover next. Um, But ultimately like what I was telling, so I was texting with Ace a little bit about this and I just was thinking that what's interesting to me or for me is that I am just so much trying to declutter my mind as you probably can imagine. Like I am so tired of holding on and focusing my energy, which goes back to what Justine said. She said, when you, whatever you put your energy into is what your is, is what's coming is fuel. Like it's like carbon dioxide and oxygen coming back in and out and in and out and in and out. And I am so trying, I'm trying so hard to figure out, how to declutter my mind and stop focusing on things that have no meaning or no value, or I don't care about and start putting all that energy into things that I do care about. I just went and combed through my Instagram even and just started following people that were, ins- were important to me and inspirational that I can like, like showrunners and writers and people with production companies. And like, instead of, and, and like I started, unfo- I stopped following people that I didn't care about or that didn't, care about don't care about me or whatever and it's not a bad thing it's just something that it was just very necessary for me to do even something as small as that so i don't know it's just it's uh, i was very taken by their talks and i just kind of feel like it's i've just sort of opened my mind to it how do you what are your thoughts 
First of all, these are things that I never thought I would hear you say. <laughs> um, only in the sense of like, I feel like since you and I became close friends and I kind of like learned how you work, quieting your mind, I feel like needed to be a priority like a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. So it makes me really happy that you're doing that because I think I will say like I've gotten way fewer like neurotic texts <laughs> in the last few weeks, which I mean, part of the, that's part of the reason I adore you, but also it's like for your own mental health, right, it's yeah. like not a good thing. Um, so that makes me very happy. Well, I also you. feel very similarly about like spirit, spirituality versus religion. Um, and I know every, I've gone to a lot of different churches and I was raised Catholic just like you were. And for me, it's become like, as I've gotten older, it's become so much more about like my relationship with a higher power versus rules to follow. If that makes sense. Yes. Like, I think if you have a good relation, I, my higher power is God, but I know everybody has different higher powers. Yes. Um, I think if you have a good relationship with God, you're naturally going to be a good person and like strive to be a good person. So my thoughts are very similar in that. And I agree with you. Like over the last few weeks, I've been trying to throw my energy into things that are not at, like I've been reading a lot more because I'm trying not to watch as much TV because I realize how that's much my energy great, yeah, that's is a going great. into like TV shows and things like that, which seems so ridiculous. Um, I do need to, I downloaded the Calm app. I have not ventured so far as to start doing meditations <laughs> only because this is actually why I should be doing it because my life in the last few weeks has been very hectic. And so it would be nice to like slow down even for like two to five minutes and just kind of get those in. So I will put that in my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I and think it- if I schedule a time for it, I'll do it. Um, but no, I'm with you. I think these these two last two podcasts that we did or last two somebody sessions, like they really did just have an effect on like how I was looking at my life and the way that I was doing things. And I will say you've been more intentional than I have. And I admit that I have some admiration in that. So I'm going to try to, which it makes me very upset that I worried you a little bit. Yeah. So I, as I mentioned, another thing I wanted to say is I've mentioned several damn times on this podcast that I was diagnosed with a panic disorder in 2019 and I'm on medication. I've gone to therapy and blah, 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 whatever. But I've recently been listening to a podcast. I'm kind of waiting for Justine's podcast to come out and I have listened to ACEs as well, but um, there's, I found this woman, her name is Tara Brock. It's spelled B-R-A-C-H. She's a psychologist and a meditation healer. And in one episode, she talks about becoming the watcher in your own lens and being aware of your own presence. And it sounds so weird, but as human beings, is what she explained, is that as human beings, we aren't conditioned to be aware of ourselves, if that makes any sense. Like we're 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 not you know, when we start talking to people, like we can be aware, it's like, you know, just being aware of like being walking into a, an office or like talking to a doctor, like you would, mm-hmm. you're, you're aware of, you're like, I'm going, th- I, I'm aware of myself, but then she had, she was talking about a student who did this and they walked into their office and then they started talking to somebody and they completely forgot about their own awareness. And again, this sounds very trivial and weird, but it's, it's like, it's just about, 
we're so focused once again, I think as people it, naturally, we're so focused on the past and the future that we don't think about the present. And especially with social media and technology and things that we are, all, we're always on the go, everyone's doing stuff, that you're not really present in your own in your own life sometimes. Okay, wait, I have a wait, okay, wait, I have a question about this. Yeah. So she's saying that as soon as like if I walk into an office and I start having a conversation with someone in regards to the aware like the self-awareness aspect. It's not necessarily self-awareness. I'm probably butchering this completely, but I it's it's not necessarily self-awareness. It's just about like being present in your body whereas like in it, basically she she equated it to sort of watching yourself on a cam, like you're not, you're out of your body. You're watching yourself from a lens above yourself. Mm -hmm. And okay, I think this is going to sound obnoxious, especially coming from me, but I feel like I do that. <laughs> Good. No, that's not me, but, she, um, but maybe that's why I'm like a little, because I do, especially like in the example you used of like going in and talking to a doctor, I actually like purposefully, try to approach situations like that. But that could also be because you are clearer, you know, you have a clearer understanding of energy and everything else. It's just, I think she's just sort of saying in the, a long, in a long drawn out sort of thing that we need to be, we just need to become more, more present. present. Yeah. And, and that like, I totally agree with, especially like in our current society. Yes. With the obsession. And of like now, 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 now. And like social media. I mean, she's like people, kid, you know, she was giving stats about how children don't play outside as much as they used to. And people are, and you're, you know, 60% of your time a, a year, like of your time in a year is spent on a screen, spent staring at a screen. And it's like all of these things are so detrimental to our mind and how our mind is so strong. But that this, these kind of things are like, beating it up basically yeah beating up I mean, our no, that, have to combat that it. makes sense it's very i mean so i mean if you do want if you if you do want to check it out her name is tara brock that's t-a-r-a-b-r-a-c-h um on your favorite podcast platform i just found it i just found it interesting because i was i kind of i like the meditation but i also wanted someone to kind of like give you thought-provoking stuff to think about as opposed mm -hmm. to just sitting there being like Okay, check in with your breath, which is right. totally fine. But I just was looking for something else, and I stumbled upon her, and I I have thoroughly enjoyed what I. Um, well, and both are probably very necessary, you know, to have. Yeah, the and she does. She also does meditations too, where she'll do like ten minute, twenty minute meditations. But she does. She also does these talks where she's either in front of people or she's just sitting. It's just her talking. She has a very soothing voice. She sounds like Holly Hunter, the actress. I don't know if any. That's kind of a deep cut for people. Oh. But. Wow. <laughs> but she sounds like her. Um, well, I'm very impressed and proud of you for doing this. Well, thank you. Because um, I do think like if there was anyone on planet earth that needed to, it's you. I told, I mean, I said that to Ace and she was like, what it, I, and I texted her and I said, I've been meditating. And she said, um, you know, what was your intention? And I said, it's been the same every time, which is what I told you. It's just like, I'm just trying to put my energy into things that may, will make my life better and weed out the shit that doesn't. Yeah. Um, also really quick, speaking of ACE, she has a workshop this weekend on the 21st. Um, go to her Instagram at ACE, A-C-E, Yoga LA um, for all the details on that. 
Yes. And we just want to thank them enough. I just kind of feel like we don't, we haven't really done this where we've had somebody's on and we don't really reflect on, I mean, yes, we're in the moment in the, in the episodes when we're talking to them, but we haven't really sort of self-reflected on, on the people that we've had on. And I think we've had some really, really cool people um, Especially, the, I mean, those were also very on theme with each other, like right yes. in a row. And yeah. I think that makes a difference too. But I think also too, it, it, going out piggybacking off what you said, it's like, it's nice to have those conversations, especially in this sort of climate mm-hmm. where we're going through a lot of change and we're going through, and we just need those reminders that like, okay, you know, we're in a pandemic, like this too shall pass, but how are we coping through this? How are we going to remember this? you know, in years to come, it's like, we have to, mm-hmm. we have to take care of ourselves right now in order to be better in the future. So it's like, I just had a conversation about that sort of thing, like yeah. the lasting impact mentally and socially, uh, that this pandemic will have is going to be wild. Do you think good or bad or both? <sighs> um, mostly bad. Oh, great. I mean, no, I think it's just going to be something that like, there's going to be a lot of like, mental health stuff people need to work through. And I think we've all been like so de-socialized. I don't know if that's the right term, but like it is like my job is talking to people and I have moments of like not wanting to do that. Yeah. What's that thing where you're like, where you're afraid to go outside? Is that um, agoraphobia? Agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. But is that, is that, is agoraphobia the same as not leaving your house or is that that's the same thing, right? Well, agoraphobic, I thought, is just people in crowds. They don't like people in crowds. No, no, no. Agoraphobia is like you are terrified of the world outside of like your dwelling. God, it's a phobia, so it's like yeah. much more extreme than just like right. not liking something. Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of crowds in general either. Like, yeah. I mean, I just, but it's I don't have a fear of them. I just think they're awful. Yeah. Well, if you guys do have any uh, spirituality tips for us, we'd love to hear from you. Check our DMs on Instagram or DM us. Or if you think podcast. there's someone really cool that we should have on. As yeah. Because we're, you know, I mean, again, we're nobodies. We, we want to explore all different avenues and different options and different things that, you know, people that people are interested in. So if there's something that you think that we might benefit from or you would like us to interview, let us know, please. Uh, DM us on the podcast, Instagram, comment on our photos and everything else. So, <clears throat> all right. Anyway, after a uh, headier conversation, I'd like to introduce yet another new segment called Nobody's Nonsense, a segment in which I pose three stupid and incredibly random questions, and we have to answer them honestly. <laughs> okay. I actually really like this. I think. Uh, I think. Yeah. They're really stupid. Um, okay. So the first question is, what are three things you could buy at a grocery store to make the cashier give you weird looks? <laughs> um, I mean, right off the bat for me, it's like any Vagisil or like any sort of feminine product would be. Okay. That would be, I mean, want, because like, why am I buying that? Well, maybe for a girlfriend, which laughable um <laughs> i have a better i have another i have two other answers but go ahead i want to if you, do you want no me to say answer? no say okay. yours so um i thought of uh together as like i i was taking this and 
I thought at first it was going to be just like one, one product at a time, but then I realized it was probably more like three things that would in a bundle that people would really. So I thought of a Vaseline, a plunger and a dog collar. Wow. You are a sick fuck. I also thought of uh, ready whip condoms and double stuff Oreos. <laughs> I feel like those actually probably get purchased together quite frequently. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, your mind was going like weird. Oh, um, tampons, a pint of ice cream, and a pregnancy test. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need the tampons? Why do you need the pregnancy test? <laughs> Okay. Touche, touche, touche. Okay. All right. The next question is, <clears throat> if you were suddenly arrested for no reason and your face was flashed all over the news, what would your family and friends assume that you did? Um, they would assume that all three of my siblings mugshots were like following up after mine, like that we all did something <laughs> together. Realistically, like got in a bar fight or something. Okay. Caveat. I actually texted your sister and asked her Stop. what she would say. <laughs> and I also texted Ariel to see what she would say. And you know what they said? First of all, Emily said, <clears throat> drank whiskey or fuck someone up for messing with her family. <laughs> Ariel said the exact same thing. But she said, <laughs> but she said, took her hoops out too. My brand is so strong. <laughs> it's so true. So in the same sense, I asked two of my very good friends, Mallory and Lindsay, we ride the Peloton together. Um, but I asked them what, what they would assume that I did. Well, wait, and- what, what do you think first? Well, I was just let, I'll just say what, the, I mean, not that I would say this, but theirs are pretty good. So let me just say theirs first. Mallory said something dumb and harmless. Yep. <laughs> See, that's what I would have said. I would have said something dumb and harmless, but like blew up into something like way bigger. Like, No, felony. I already know. I already know if. If and when you call me from jail, I know what it's going to be for. Okay, hang on. So Lindsay said, drunk and nude on the Hollywood sign. That's also really good. <laughs> okay, what were you? What do you think? Um, I think you would be drunk for sure. <laughs> um, you would be super drunk and you would get arrested for taking someone's bird scooter from them and robbing a subway. <laughs> What if I was doing, what if I was on the run on a bird scooter? Like there was a police. That's what I'm saying. Like a bird scooter would be involved. (laughs) First of all, they're lime scooters. Okay. That's what you want to correct. (laughs) (laughs) I love that all of your, your family's mugshots would follow you. You guys would be in like, be like birth order. Yeah, literally, we would all happen with all of us together. I love that they both said the same thing. Isn't that hilarious? I was like, when Emily texted me first, and then Ariel texted me at later, and I was like, "You're 
joking. Emily said yeah, the exact so same thing. So spot on. So spot on. Okay, this next one is a little crude. Okay, so brushing your teeth or okay. wiping your ass, you have to give up one. Which would it be and why? That is so messed up. <laughs> okay, to me, it's a no-brainer, by the way. Okay, what is it? It has to be wiping your ass. It has you would to be. Give that, you would give that up or keep I that? Mean, out of, before, I, would, I would have to give up wiping your ass, wiping your butt before brushing your teeth because your teeth, your mouth is, is full of disease. Like your ass would smell. It would not be pretty at all. It would be awful. You would smell constantly probably. However, I mean, first of all, are showers involved? I mean, can you shower? Because if you're not going to say, I was going to say, if you can shower, it's a no brainer. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know the, I don't know the, the, the rules of this necessarily, but to me, it seems like your teeth, like you wouldn't, because then if you don't brush your teeth and your teeth fall out, then you can't eat really, you know, you can't eat properly. You can't, I mean. Well, then you wouldn't even have to use the bathroom. (laughs) But then you'd be just constantly wiping your ass and not having any teeth. Yeah, no, that's true. I agree with you as long as showers are involved. Okay, but what if showers aren't involved? Are you still not going to pick, are you still not going to pick wiping your ass? That's so hard. You know what I was thinking today when I took Carter out? What? Like, dogs can just go and they don't need to, like, wipe or anything. I hate that word, by the way. Wipe. Um, So, like, I'm sure you could finagle a way to, like, make it. Because our asses are compressing. Like, our cheeks are compressing. Whereas they don't have that. They don't really have ass cheeks, dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe we went here. Um, (laughs) Earlier, I was thinking as we were talking about spirituality, I was like, people are actually going to start, like, learning things from this podcast. Not wrong again. Like you just said, our ass cheeks are compressed together, and that's why we can't do what dogs do. <laughs> um, I'm crying. No, I think I have to. I think I have to agree with you as much as, as I hate awful that. as it sounds. Yeah, okay. those are fun though. Can we do one more? Uh, yeah. I mean, let me look it up. Okay, this is a good one. If you were to appoint a president of the internet, who would it be and why? Um, Stacey Abrams. Oh, that's a good one. Why? Because she just gets shit done. And I think it would be a very positive place. That is really a good one. Thank that's you. Really good. That's really good. Thank you. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, but... Yours is going to be dumb. Are you going to say Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say Jennifer Aniston, although that is a good one. Um, I was going to say, uh, you know what? Gosh, now you're making me rethink this. I mean, okay. First person that came to mind was Chrissy Teigen because it would totally. be funny. She's hilarious. She is like, you know, a, she like gets, she's like 
has so many plates spinning all mm-hmm. the time. So she would really know how to like, she would know how to do things really quickly and like fast and be like, this is stupid. That's dumb. She'd have a comment about everything. So she'd make you, bel- she'd belittle you and make you feel stupid if you did something dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things. I mean, that's the person, that's the first person that came to mind. Yeah. No, I like that actually. My second person would be Michelle Obama. Oh, she's, I mean, yeah. Just queen of the universe. Yeah. Or like Beyonce. Why do you have to do things like that? (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, Beyonce would be good. But the way you emphasized her name, like I was not on board with. (laughs) Um, Should we do another one? Okay. This, sure. I was going to say, this is a segment that I will allow to stay around. <laughs> I know. Do you approve, Annie? Do I do. I approve of this one. Um, okay, let me see if I can find another. Um, okay, wait, here. I got I got another one. Okay. During the apocalypse, would it be better to live on your own or in a community? Do I get to choose the community? Yeah. Community. Actually, okay, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. Well, I was going to say it depends on the apocalypse. If it's a zombie apocalypse, I don't want to be in a community. If I do because you need somebody watching your back at all times. That is a good point. But if you're by yourself, you're able to at least like you could figure out a way to like make yourself in a fortress or like continue to move, keep going. I don't know. That's hard because if it's, no, but if it's in a up- zombie apocalypse, the last thing you want to do is be by yourself. Have you seen The Walking Dead or? I am legend. Yes. And yes. And that is, that's a very solid point. Yeah. You need but then why would you be by yourself at all. Like what would be the purpose of being by yourself? If my only option for a community is you, I'm by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. At least you could use me as a shield. I'm totally kidding. I just that that I saw uh, an opening and I took that it. Was, you did. You took it. You got to um, want it. You got to want those openings. No. Exactly. No, I don't. I can't foresee a reason that I would want to be by myself. Yeah. I think the only, the only reason would be, yeah, but you're right. I mean, if you had somebody else that you trusted, it would be really important. If you didn't trust anybody, then again, that'd be a different story, but I can't see a reason why you'd want to be alone in an apocalypse. Mm -mm. So anyway, all right. No, but also like the only people I'd want to be with would be. No, but say you're in your apartment complex. Say it's your apartment complex. That's your community. Like you can't, no one can come in or out. Well, that was basically quarantine. So I've done it already. (laughs) Been there, done that. (laughs) Was it a good decision? Let's just see if it was. (laughs) I mean, we got, we got through it. That's true. We survived. Okay, finally, we'll close our show with an oldie but goodie, backed by popular demand. It's Loser of the Week. I wish we had like a theme song. Yeah. This week's loser is undoubtedly the host of The Bachelor and human equivalent of cheese and crackers, Chris Harrison. As you may have heard, Harrison came under fire recently after saying fans should offer contestant Rachel Kirkconnell a little grace and a little understanding amid photos that have resurfaced showing the contestant attending a plantation-themed party while in school at Georgia State University in 2018, just in time for Black History Month. When asked about the photos in a recent interview with former Bachelorette and current co-host of Extra, Rachel Lindsay, Harrison asked, 
quote, is it not a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? Rachel, a woman of color, responded by saying, quote, it's not a good look ever because she's celebrating the Old South. If I went to that party, what would I represent? Unquote. Harrison doubled down by allegedly insinuating that blatant racism wasn't at the top of mind for most people just three short years ago. And because many white people have become more aware of racism in the past year, that this party was somehow okay because it was in a different era of time, according to him. Bachelor Nation was rightfully outraged by his comments, and Harrison has since issued an apology and stated he will be stepping away from the franchise for a time. So, Annie, what are your thoughts? <laughs> God, white people are so stupid. Then... Um, it's honestly, like, shocking that that was the stance he decided to take. Um, by saying like it wasn't top of mind or it was a different time period. Oh, I'm sorry. That, he didn't say any of that. I apologize. I should clarify. That was me. That's what I was basically. That's what I interpreted as. So I, that was me interpreting his. But response. he basically saying like racism wasn't top of mind in 2018. So we should like give a pass. Well, yeah, he was like, is it not a good look in this time? Or is it not a good look in this time? Like as if 2018 was 300 years ago. It wasn't a good look 400 years ago. Exactly. So it's sure as hell isn't a good look now. And as far as I'm concerned, three years ago is the same as now. Like it was, that was never a good look. So it is, I've listened. So I I told you this when uh, I think you asked me about this a couple days ago. And I did not do my research, which should not shock anyone. However, I have heard some podcasts that discussed it and things like that. Um, I'm a little confused as to why Rachel has not spoken out. Rachel Kirkconnell? Kirkconnell. She has. She has issued an apology. She has now. Yes. She's issued an apology as well. Okay. Okay. Um, I just want to say I feel horribly for Rachel Lindsay because there have been multiple accounts of race-based conversation in bachelor nation. And she, this just is another reason why I hate this franchise. She's been the only person of color that's had a lead on one of these seasons. So she's had to deal with and been the, be the point person for all of it, which is bullshit. Um, I, think Chris Harrison deserves loser of the week for far more reasons than just this, but he's on the wrong side of history on this one. Well, here's my, here's my problem. I have, here's the problem that I have one Chris doubling down. If he would have been like, I honestly think if he would have just agreed with Rachel when she was like, listen, this was a bad look ever. This was never a good look you shouldn't be saying that. And if he would have said, listen, Rachel, you're right. It's not. And I, and I'm wrong to say that. I don't think this would be an issue. Like, yes, he's whatever. And like, I, I still don't like him, (laughs) but I'm just saying that that, from this topic though, I agree topic specifically, he would have, it would have been like, okay, this is not, this is not an issue in the interview. Chris Harrison even says, I don't think it's my place to comment on this when a contestant hasn't even addressed it yet. 
And then he proceeded to comment on it. Like, just shut up. Like, yeah. why are we even discussing this? And I don't, I just don't like, I just, I don't understand. I also think I, so I watched the interview and the other Rachel girl, the contestant, you know, should have come out sooner to address this. I mean, we all did regrettable things in college. You and I can attest to that more than probably anybody, but she should have come out. Like Rachel Lindsay said in her interview with Chris Harrison, she said, there's nothing preventing her from coming out and saying like, listen, this was wrong. This was bad. Like, this was not a good thing to do. I apologize. And then I think people would move on. I, I mean, I, I just don't think that, you know, he mentioned, he was talking about basically insinuating about cancel culture too. And it's like, you know, we've talked about this on our podcast as well. And it's like, you don't want to cancel people, but you have to be able to own up to stuff. Oh no. A hundred percent. Is she still on the season or did she get sent home? I don't, I don't know. I think she's still on the season. I think, I mean, I have heard that she's like a front runner and that's why this I is have heard that she wins. Oh shit. Um, which I hope is not, I mean, honestly, I don't care if I spoil it for anyone because that show is so stupid. Um, but yeah, I have heard that she's actually the winner, which is which makes it even more interesting because if she gets engaged to Matt, who's obviously a black man, uh, he, then I, I mean, at the very least, she owes him an explanation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, not good. Well, that's all. That's all the show we have. We just everyone needs to open their mouths and open their minds. All right, that's the that's the that's the uh, the theme of the episode. Yes. So um, yeah, that's all. Take it away, Annie. All right, guys. Well, as if my rant. Unless, it was great. It was great. Don't you ever don't you say anything. Hopefully, it didn't happen. scare you away from following us on Instagram at nobody's pod at Annie underscore Wilkin at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at nobody's the pod. Same for our personals. You can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you leave us a five-star review. Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.